we as a church must learn when the presence of God passes by. The disciples were in the boat and Jesus wasn't on the boat. He said, go on. And the disciples faced a storm and in the storm they look over and they see Jesus, but they don't know it's him. And the Bible says Jesus intended to pass by. But the disciples acknowledged him and when they acknowledged him, Jesus turned and came to them. First Samuel three, Samuel's never heard the voice of God before. God speaks to him and he doesn't know it. And he goes to the prophet Elijah or Elisha, mix those up of obviously. And Elisha figures out, hey, this is, this is God speaking to you. And what does the word say? When Samuel acknowledged God and said, God speak, it says that the Lord came and stood. And that's what he does. And church, we must learn as the spirit of God passes by, we must learn to get his attention and say, you can stop here, God. Because here's the thing, God stops and God comes where he is wanted, church. And that is the question. The question is, will we acknowledge him passing by and let him stop? Will we let him stop? Will we let him come? Will we be a place, will we be a people where we say, hey, we're, we're, we're a but, like we're beyond our schedule and we welcome your presence? That is the question. Let us be a church that can do that, not just in the house, but out of the house. Not just here, but in the world, where we can see and know the presence of the Lord. We can know where he's working and we can know where he's not. Amen. This is a night of celebration, just as this morning was. Here in just a few moments, you may be seated tonight. Here in just a few moments, we're gonna have water baptism. And before we do that, I wanna pray for a moment, and then I wanna share about baptism briefly. I'm gonna skip, to, or stick, stick, excuse me, to the script. I'm gonna try not to freestyle any, because I can get in trouble with that and go too long. Uh, so I'm gonna pray that I can stick to the script. Um, that is a powerful one because it's the word of the Lord and then we're going to have baptism. It's going to be awesome. Amen. It is going to be awesome. Lord, we thank you that we're able to come in this place and gather. We're thankful for your presence that is so clearly among us. Uh, I just pray in these moments that your word be honored. I pray that hearts, Lord, be stirred as a remembrance of just how great you are just how wonderful water baptism is and what it means and what it says. I thank you that we as the palace continually get to see your kingdom grow and expand. It means that our people are doing their jobs. It means that people like Cassie King and Dan King are expanding your kingdom. That's what it means. We're thankful for that. And we just pray, Lord, in this season that we see a, multiply, a multiplication of harvest, Lord. In Jesus' name. We embrace your word in these moments. Amen. So a few things I want to talk about quickly, and I'm going to try to stick to that, unlike some other preachers around here, including myself, <laughs> including myself. Preach, thank you, thank you. I want to talk about the why and the what and the how and the who of baptism for a moment. I'll start with the why. So why? Why even consider, why should you consider getting water baptized? Number one, Jesus Christ himself was water baptized. He was never a sinner. 
at all. Never at one moment did he sin, but Jesus Christ humbled himself in obedience to the will of God the Father to identify with us and to give us an example. Mark 1.9 says, At this time Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee, in Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. The moment he came up out of the water, he saw the sky split open and God's spirit, looking like a dove, come down on him along with the spirit, a voice, you are my son, chosen and marked by my love, the pride of my life. What a beautiful moment, amen? So Jesus was baptized, that's one why. Number two, it's an act of, an ob- of obedience. It's an act of faith. It's an act of obeying the commands of Christ Jesus. Matthew 28, 19, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It's a commandment. It's also a public declaration. Baptism is a public declaration that you are a follower of Christ. It's a confession of faith. It is a next step after salvation. But to be clear, it does not mean that you must be water baptized to be saved. Are you with me so far? That's the why, so let's go to the what. What is the meaning, briefly, the meaning and the significance of water baptism? Number one, it is a move from death to life. It's a symbol of the burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ that identifies us with Jesus Christ's death on the cross, his burial in the tomb, and his resurrection from the dead. I love this passage, Colossians 2, 12 through 14, almost spoken tongues there, going under the water was a burial of your old life. Coming up out of it was a resurrection. God raising you from the dead as he did Christ. When you were stuck in your old sin, dead life, you were incapable of responding to God, but God brought you alive right along with Christ. Think of it, all sins forgiven, the slate white queen that clean, that old arrest warrant canceled and nailed to Christ's cross. I love that. A move from death to life. Number two, it is the mark of a brand new life. It's a declaration that the old life has passed and the new life has begun. You bury the old life in baptism and then you rise to walk in newness of life. Baptism is a lot like a wedding ring. If you got a wedding ring on, wave it in the air. When's the last time you flaunted that thing? Flaunt that thing more. You should. What is a wedding ring? It's a symbol, right? It's a symbol of a... It's an outward symbol of a commitment that you made in your heart, followed through, and lived out on a daily basis. That's a lot like water baptism. 2 Corinthians 5, 17, we quote a lot for good reason. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. I'm thankful that old man is gone, amen? Romans 6, 4, we were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of Father, we may live to new life. Baptism does not make you a believer. It shows that you already are one. Baptism does not save you. Only your faith in Jesus Christ does that. For by grace you've been saved through faith, This is not of yourselves, it's a gift of God, not by works, so that no one may boast, Ephesians 2, 8. So why, what, how about the how? How are we to be water baptized? Just a few more moments, I promise. The word baptized is actually a Greek word which means to immerse or dip underwater. That's literally what it means. 
We see this in Scripture. We're to be baptized in water. Matthew 3.16, as soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. And the book of Acts shows us that water baptism was a normal, for ev- normal thing for every believer. Acts 8, 38 and 39, both Philip and the eunuch went down in the water and Philip baptized him. They came up out of the water. So we're to be baptized in the water. In whose name are we to be baptized? Matthew 28, 18, or excuse me, 19 and 20, I'll quote, therefore and make disciples, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you, and behold, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. Last but not least, who should be baptized? Every person who has made the decision to follow Christ should be baptized, everyone. A couple more scriptures. Paul wrote to the believers in Rome, in the book of Romans, and he, he just assumes they've all been water baptized, Acts 2.41. Those who accepted his message were baptized, Acts 8.12. But when they believed Philip as he preached the good news of the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized both men and women. This is no weird thing. This should be a normal thing, but this is also a powerful thing. It's a symbolic thing, and it's something to be celebrated, and that's what we're about to do right now.